0: Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is bonus episode number 20. On this episode, I've got an incredible conversation with Sweetie the band based out of Chicago, specifically talking with Birdie V and Ryan, and just had a great time talking to them, um, touching on a lot of really cool developments for them, Uh, New album on the way, the kind of COVID bullshit that we all had to go through, um, especially with them being based in Chicago, where there were pretty strict uh, lockdowns at the time when they were trying to make the record. Um, And this really, really fucking dope event that they're putting on that hopefully is going to be common annual, um, festival and it's called hands off our fest. It's acronym is hoof. Uh, it is a femme and queer dominated, uh, fest trying to create a, a great safe space and birdie and I talk a lot about that and you know, it's going to be this really, really fucking dope event. Sadly, I won't be able to make it, but, I, uh, you know, she's going to put it on every year. I'm manifesting it, so we'll definitely be there for it next year. But um, yeah, let's do this. Let's dive into my conversation with Birdie V and Ryan of the band Sweetie. So to kick things off, let's start with the simple introduction. Uh, who are you guys and, and why are we having this chat? Because it's a pretty cool chat we're going to have.
1: Awesome. Um, We are the band Sweetie from Chicago. I'm Bertie V, front woman and guitarist. And to my left, that since this is a podcast you can't see, is... Uh,
2: My name is Ryan. I play drums. Uh, I've been in the band since uh, June, I believe. Uh, And it's been great. Uh, We've been gigging as much as we can. Um, And we got a new bassist on board, too, who couldn't join us today. His name is Joe. Joe. but yeah, it's, it's been great so far.
0: Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome.
2: Um, so let's let's dive into
0: a little bit of the history of the band. Obviously, we want people to for anyone that's not aware of you guys already um, to be able to immerse themselves a little bit. So kind of for you, Bertie, how did the formation of of this project begin? And like, at what point was it a obviously, you know, it's capitalist America. We still have day jobs, but at what point was it the, this is my passion and I'm going after this?
1: Uh, shit. Well, um, my other job, I'm able to actually like do both. Um, I'm kind of secretive about it though. So I think I like to keep telling myself that I can do both full time so fingers right. crossed for that but uh so background of sweetie sweetie started in 2019 originally as a two piece with me and my friend joe pennington um and we just had good musical chemistry together and we started sweetie together um we played for about a year uh, we were about to go on the road for our first tour. Um, We got in the studio and recorded an EP that we we're gonna like burn on CDs and bring with us. COVID hit that Friday. Gig got can- the whole tour got canceled. Um, So we went back to the studio, which was just our friend's apartment where one person lived. And we went and finished the album. <laughs> so that's how our first and only album came out. Um, then we. Um, like COVID kind of, uh, got lighter, things started opening back up. We got offered a spot to be, um, like have a residency at a drag drag and comedy show um in Aurora the comedy shrine so we started working with a lot of comedians but also a lot of drag performers and that was really kind of when we started to cut our teeth and sort of form our look and our style as sweetie um because I then started collaborating a lot with drag artists in the local scene and so um specifically Cindy Vicious is the drag queen who like, I, that's where I get the V and Birdie V from because I'm mm-hmm. like unofficially in the House of Vicious, um, <laughs> unofficially adopted into a drag family. Um, and so she has helped us. She did like our music videos and we've got a new one coming out with her but so yeah, sweetie was a two piece for the longest time. I added a bassist, um, last summer in August, and then I switched things around with that bassist and the old drummer just because they were very busy. And so I pretty much changed the entire lineup. Um, and now I've got Ryan on drums who found me on, he found me on, um, it's pretty much like Tinder for musicians looking for each other, not mm-hmm. looking to date, but like looking to like play with other musicians. Right. <laughs> you can literally like swipe right and left. So musicians listening, if you're looking for other musicians, I highly suggest using Vamper. Um, so he found us on there. Um, we had him hop on. Uh, that's another thing Sweetie does. We play a lot of drag shows. We play a lot of um, queer events, uh, pride events. And we also play often at the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Egyptian theater in DeKalb. So that's kind of, um, we're a punk band, but we're kind of not, we do play the punk scene, but we also play like a lot of like queer venues and events that are kind of atypical for bands to show up in, but we fucking bring the house down. So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then now uh, we started with regular bass, but uh, our new bassist, Joe Soldati came to practice and was like, can I bring my upright bass? And he thought he was (laughs) going to have to like, talk me into it. And I was like, hundred percent. He's like, "Do you care how it sounds?" I was like, "I do not care how it sounds because it's so cool looking." And he's he's just well, such a maniac playing it. So it's, it's
2: awesome. He's like he's like jumping on top of it. Oh, like, he's such yeah. a he's yeah. such a
1: showgirl with it. It's so much fun. Like, and even even like rehearsing with him is just like outrageous. Like he brings so much energy energy just to like a basement practice that it's just like right. so much. Fun. Yeah,
0: and you know when you set an upright bass, it immediately. Immediately made me think of uh, Tiger Army. They use oh yeah, bass no, in that's, their band.
1: Yeah, so. no, I think that's a little bit. Now that we have a, an upright bass, that's a little bit closer to what I'd say our sound is like because it's not quite rockabilly and it's not quite psychabilly yet. They it, it's kind of like <laughs> it's just punk with an upright bass, pretty yeah. much. But like yeah. it's like singable punk with like melodic. Yeah,
2: tunes the with upright, an upright bass definitely gives it more of that melodic sort of jazzy walking feel and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm a jazz guy so it's like it's really fun for me to, to play with an upright basis in this sort of in this sort of setting yeah
1: which is fun when we're doing fucking sound checks and like him and him and joe are just laying down some like groovy jazz shit and i'm like so the five fret on the guitar is which note like, so they they fill in the gaps where i lack a little bit in musical knowledge
0: but i think you know the the nice thing with that upright bass and and kind of bringing in that element um it's something i've noticed with tiger army when i show them to people it's easier to digest because it feels just it feels more comfortable
2: oddly even though it's very different than most music people Mm -hmm. listen to yeah absolutely And, and to play an upright bass with that intensity, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work, you know, compared to an electric bass in a punk setting. Yeah. Um, Joe
1: Soldati beats the shit out of it. He puts in work. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's fun to watch him, but that's one thing I, I think our, our music style is, I, 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 would kind of describe it to people before as like very digestible punk. Cause I never tried to like sound street punk or I never tried to sound a certain way. I just sort of like wrote what felt true. Like how I, I just wrote about what I wanted to express myself or how I wanted to express myself in the moment. And I guess it's just, I guess maybe it sounds more grunge than anything. It's like, yeah, like, like punk music that you can kind of like hum a tune to. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah but yeah the upright bass kind of like smooths out the edges a little bit yeah. but i mean he plays an upright bass and i play a, like a gibson flying v which i've, I've never <laughs> seen a band with those two <laughs> instruments work together so it's no, like kind man. of a fun marriage of the things
2: yeah and yeah, i feel like I, don't sure. know, I feel like i kind of try to tie those two sides of the spectrum together
1: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. So. yeah you're a little bit jazz you're a little bro, bit rock and roll stuff, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: no the uh when you said like more of a digestible punk, it, it made me think of and I think you might know them, uh, Guardrail from Chicago. Oh yeah, uh,
1: Kevin. I was gonna Kevin laugh. you like, it reminds me of. I don't know if you've heard of them, Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. yeah <no. laughs> oh yeah, I think I've heard of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but uh, Kevin calls them diet punk like Sorry, we're punk, punk but we're we're on the soft side of that so yeah i yeah.
1: wouldn't i wouldn't say there's anything diet about sweetie but <laughs> right
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome um so you know for those that aren't familiar you know like you've said covid obviously has lightened up mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere but you guys in chicago went through one of the harshest lockdowns in the us what was that like trying to figure out like When are we allowed to practice or what can we do to, to make music and be creative?
1: Well, at that time I was in a two piece, so it worked out fine because my drummer was the only person I was seeing (laughs) and we would, and like, and, and no one was going to this, like we were renting a private rehearsal space that was rented by like two other people who weren't going there. And so we, and so we were able to like write a lot of music and rehearse a lot. And, um, and obviously we were like quarantining and no one was working and anything, but yeah, that was the only benefit. Well, there are benefits to playing in a two piece, but like at that time during COVID, it was like, Oh yeah. And I was living, uh, out near the Wisconsin border at that time. And so like, I'd have to drive out to Chicago for our rehearsals. And let me tell you, it took like 20 fucking minutes with no traffic. (laughs) Like that's solid. Um, yeah, and it kind of gave us. Um, we had to get really creative too, with because the band was still young enough. Like Sweetie was only a year old, and I'm like, we have this album. Like, I want to get our name out, but I don't want to like just sit around and wait with my thumb up my butt. So I had to get creative and start right like contacting every single podcast I could get my hands on and being like, Hey, can you interview us? We're just sitting around. Can we do a live stream? Can we do this that? And so I just had to get really creative with it um, and kind of branch out in other ways. And do pretty much a lot of finger led leg work, which sounds weird. It's I'm just I I had to like reach out to people work. online, yeah. do a lot of PR and networking. So by the time that we were able to play, people were like, Oh, I remember hearing about you. I saw you on this podcast, blah, blah, blah. Saw you in this live stream. So we were able to kind of like keep a little bit of momentum going right. during that shutdown. But but the shutdown itself was like harsh as fuck. And it was really hard for everybody. <laughs> and it was it was a pain and it was, it was, we felt it for a long time, um, just because of how strict everything was. But I mean, I was watching what they were doing in France though. So it like comparatively, it's just like, they were like nailing people's doors shut in France. And like, they were like the president of France is like, you don't need to go for a jog. Like what's (laughs) wrong with you? Stay inside. So
0: (laughs) yeah, no. and, And I've talked to a ton of bands from Australia and they were very similar where like they had a strict nine o'clock curfew if you were caught out after 9 p.m like Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff you couldn't oh
1: yeah my friends overseas were getting like fucked up they're like you can't go any like they're like yeah you can only go to the grocery store and you have to like prove you're going to the grocery store and (laughs) then you have to go home and like the police will stop you so they were dead serious about it
0: (laughs) one of the yeah one of the artists that i talked to from um i think it was new zealand
1: Said Mm -hmm. that literally, oh, the kiwis shut that shit down right the fuck away. They made her, they made COVID go away in like a month, and then they're like, "We're fine now," and it was just gone. Their
0: neighbor got in trouble by the police for standing in their yard talking to their neighbor standing in their yard. Like, (laughs) you guys shouldn't be outside, blah blah. blah. And it's like, but okay, this is weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they were strict as fuck about it, but they they were able to open back up before anybody because they were like, "There is no COVID anymore here," because they were just strict yeah. as hell about it yeah and they had then they were able to have rugby games and stuff and we had to you know cry i mean i just know, keep crying
0: they, we played baseball in empty stadiums because that makes any sort
2: of fun sense yeah you that know? shit like, was so
1: weird <laughs>
2: they had like the cardboard cutout fans in the
1: stands right yeah they did that so didn't they stupid. that's so fucking weird that's so weird <laughs> yeah. what a dystopian weird time but, and like anyway so
0: we're not allowed to come gather, right? But these what however many people on a team that are multi-millionaires can get together and play baseball. But God forbid we even do like 10% capacity of real live people
1: in the stands, you know? Well, like, we're 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 poor people, key, we're disgusting. Yeah, right. Peasants, peasant, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're disgusting and we're just filled yeah. with disease. And God forbid we leave our houses.
0: <laughs> brutal, brutal. Um so let's talk about, you know, you've you've mentioned obviously the the queer scene within um Chicago and the surrounding area that you guys are kind of building up and mm-hmm. and seeing a lot of support of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's it been like, you know, obviously growing up in the area of Chicago and seeing all the iconic venues there, the Metro and um Subterranean and just the Aragon Ballroom. I mean, you name it, right? There's mm-hmm. so many classic places what's it like seeing bands perform there and then taking yourself and like tailoring it in that kind of queer community and saying we could be just as good people Mm -hmm. just need to look you know
1: well i think um one thing like why I've been working in the queer community as much, and I mean, I'm bi, so I'm, I can include myself in that, but like, um, branching out and doing more alternative events, especially like collaborating with drag performers and things like that is because, um, the scene in Chicago, like despite us being so progressive is still very much male dominated. And there are a lot of spaces where I feel, um, at the very least uncomfortable Um, and at the very most sometimes like threatened or unsafe. And I'm just like, once I started performing with drag performers, I'm like, not only do I not feel unsafe, I feel super safe and I'm having a shitload of fun and this is different. And I like, and it like I had to set some boundaries for myself because I was accepting these gigs where it was like some venue and it was some lineup and it was just, and it was all men. And like, So usually most of the male musicians I work with are very kind and sweet, but then every once in a while, like you work with some guy who's just not awesome or kind of threatening and, and I was just in it, like even one or two or three of those moments is enough to like put you on your ass and it, it chases some people out of the scene and I started to feel very unsafe. So I realized that I had to set some boundaries for myself and I was like, I don't need I don't need shows like that for this band to be successful. Um, And I'm only going to play things that I want to play that I'm going to enjoy because my free time is very precious because I'm super busy. And I'm like, I don't want this to be unenjoyable for me because I was having a really rough time. And I'm like, I want to, and a lot of my friends are drag performers. I like collaborating with them. I really like making these events like, um, kind of a little extra, but also like having that kind of like burlesque cabaret, um, vaudeville, like a mixture of acts. We've got stand up, we've got drag with some sort of striptease or something, and then music and having like a mix of all of these acts because like it's fun to go to a show and stand there holding a beer for three hours and just with music 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 but it's also super fun if you mix it up and I don't know if any of y'all have never been to a drag show but it's fun as shit I just took Ryan to a drag show yesterday <laughs> and he'd only been to one before which I also took him to and <laughs> so, there's a pattern there <laughs> um and they were fucking like jumping into the splits in this like little bar in St. Charles and his eyes are bugging out of his head it's fun as fuck and I'm like that's fun. That'll I'm like, what, what would I want to go to? Let's do that. You know, yeah. cause shows now, sometimes you go to a show and it's fucking tired and it's like, this is fun and I like it. But then some guy comes and tries to put his hand around your waist or gets kind of aggressive when you won't give him your fucking phone number. And I'm just like, we're not doing that anymore. So I'm, <laughs> you know, it's the scene where I feel safe in and it's the scene where I feel happy in and that I actually enjoy being a part of and it's the scene that is inclusive of my friends and like that's just kind of where we're at and so it's not like sweetie's coming to the punk scene it's like sweetie's gonna be over here the punk scene can come to us because also a lot of the drag performers I work with they're they're into punk and like metal and goth and they're also alternative performers and so it's like if you like that shit in the punk scene come over by come over and hang out at at our house you know it's we're doing we're doing it's similar but different but you're not going to get fucking groped. So, <laughs> but,
0: and, you know, it's sorry, I'm kind of about. upset about this. I believe no, no, you're totally fine. And it's actually something that that I've talked about before on the, the podcast as far as like, you know, just crowd slash pit etiquette and stuff like that. When you go to a show, like, I'm a big, big proponent of you know, music is supposed to be the safe space, right? It's the thing that all of us can agree has gotten us through the darkest moments in our lives. So like, why would you go see one of your favorite bands and ruin that experience for somebody else by making them uncomfortable in a space that you came to enjoy as well?
1: You're a fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's all it
0: boils down to. Yeah. And yeah. let's be honest, you know, especially in the, the punk scene uh, when we're talking about pit etiquette, fucking deodorant people. Like, it, no, if you're going to try to grab on somebody, like, where's some deodorant? Yeah.
1: You're like, <laughs> it's antiperspirants. It's like, doesn't, okay, well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, let's t- dive into kind of, you know, you've got the, the music out, things are getting to be more open, more involved. Um, And now you guys are kind of breaking new ground. I mean, obviously it's happened before, but you've got the festival Hands Off Our Fest that you are putting together and trying to, what we were just describing, open up this community of like, hey, this, it's. I'm not saying you're not safe over there, but I can guarantee you're safe over here. Like Mm -hmm. come hang out with us and see this.
1: That's kind of the irony of the whole situation, (laughs) Josh, because the irony is that, um, you know, when nowadays when you are putting on a performance that has um, drag performers and trans people there, um, there's also a different kind of um, non-safety revolving around that. Um, So that's something I've had to, think about going into this because there's a lot of people that um
2: they think it's grooming they think there's some kind of perverts or or, or right whatever bullshit they but it's fucking bullshit and we're tired of it and at the know? very
1: least they're thinking these things at the very most they're acting out in violent ways and so that's yeah. one thing I've had to like running a fest like this that's one thing that I've had to like pretty openly consider um you know as you, you know, I, I wanted this to be something that feels safe for us. And honestly, the um, and I don't know if it's been brought up. Um, I I wanted this scene or I wanted this event to feel fun and I wanted it to feel healing and I wanted it to feel safe. So what I did is Cause I played rugby for 10 years and I reached out to all of the local women's rugby teams. And I said, Hey, there's going to be a lot of people at this event who probably would play rugby. If they're, if they're femme and they're hopping in a fucking mosh pit, they'll go tackle somebody on a field. So what I want to collaborate with you guys to do is make this also a recruitment event for your teams. So there's going to be a lot of rugby women at this, at this show um like said and roller derby teams as well like setting up recruitment booths and just um kind of getting that name out because playing rugby for 10 years I know it's like impossible to recruit women and femmes to like play a contact sport especially if they've never done it before so we're always struck like as rugby players we were always struggling for numbers Um, I'm like, this is a perfect event. I want to, I want to help my other community out, but also, I don't know if you've ever hung out in like a whole room of rugby women, but you feel pretty fucking safe. So I'm like, let's, let's just, let's combine forces and make this a really nice event because, um, yeah, it's just going to be a room filled with fucking Amazons and like, I'm going to feel like just elated being around them. So (laughs) Yeah. that's kind of combating that you know it's it you know it's combating that little underlying feeling of fear I have and of something maybe happening but you yeah know.
0: and I mean obviously we always hope that those things don't happen but to the point about you know the assumption that drag performers are trying to groom or you know that there may be sexual offenders or whatever like Statistically, if you look at the numbers, it's not them, it's the people yelling about them that are statistically more likely to be the sex offenders and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just absolutely insane. Um talk about the lineup a little bit. So Mm -hmm. hands off our fest, you've got some incredible artists coming on. Uh obviously the performers as as well, uh the drag performers and such, but musically, let's talk about them to start.
1: Absolutely. Um, and I'm really excited about this lineup. Um, so obviously sweetie is going to be there. Duh. Uh, Haley and the crushers I know I'm totally being a huge fucking hypocrite when I say it's celebrating the women femmes, and thems of the Chicago punk scene but you know what it's my fest and I can do whatever I want so Haley and the crushers are driving down from Detroit because I really want them to be there and Haley has been one of the most supportive women in the scene for me and helping sweetie and so she's going to be on that lineup and she's just a class act man oh yeah
0: she's dope as hell and Dr. Kane is Incredible. If you have time to just sit and have a beer with him, do it. Oh, yeah. It. Like, the oh, conversation yeah. you're gonna get out of that dude is just great.
1: Oh no, they're both amazing. They've we yeah, they've definitely helped me so much. And so I i love both of them very dearly. They're crashing at our at my place after <laughs> the fest. So yeah. so we got them, we've got won't stay dead, um, who violet and saffron are like really great friends of mine, and they've also been really supportive women in the scene. Violet has filled in for drums on me several times. Um, and they just and they they just bring such a presence to their stage. Heat Death, Um, we used to share a practice space with Heat Death and Heat Death is going to fucking burn the building down. <laughs> I cannot listen to Heat Death in the car without being like, I'm going to get fucking pulled over <laughs> because this album screams and it's so good. And they have new music coming out and Layla and Julia are just fucking nuts. And they are the like my favorite two piece. Um, hi-ho Jillian seems like such a fucking sweetheart. She always posts like yoga videos and she's like holding tea, but she plays this like beautiful alternative rock and roll music. And I'm just so excited to see hi-ho on this fest. And I've wanted to play with them for a really long time. Sex dream, um, Maria and like her whole pink vibe. I'm super excited to play with them. (laughs) Um, also she does a meow mix cover. She does a fucking punk rock meow mix cover that has been stuck in my head for at least two weeks. And I'm, I messaged her and I was like, please play this because if she doesn't play it <laughs> enough, I'm going to freak out. And I'll probably show up at her house at 3 a.m. and be like, can you play it for me now? So um, then Sleeping Villains, um, we were supposed to play a gig with them, but we had to drop off because this was back in like January when my behind the scenes, my band was secretly breaking up. And I was looking for new musicians <laughs> and Rachel was like so kind, kind about it, but Um, I once saw like in an email, like a booker, try to like kind of step up and be intimidating and sort of rude to her. And she just like immediately was like, oh, that's fine. We don't have to play at this venue. We'll find somewhere else. And he backed off immediately. And I was like, I want to work with this woman that is so rock and roll. And then Shannon Candy, I want to work with her because she has this song called Well, Actually, where she's just completely talking shit about men coming to her shows and then like talking down to her about her gear and then being like, Oh, do you need help carrying your amp? And she's, it's like just completely reaming these guys in this song. And she has a song called IUD and she's she's like, I had to have her on this fest." And she's, she seems so sweet and so funny and I'm really excited to get to work with her. So that's this, this lineup was like handpicked with so much love. I can say, I can write a fucking poem about each of these bands and say (laughs) all the things I'm excited about. Um, so start to finish, it's going to be, it's going to be a shitload of fun. And all the drag performers are like very good friends of mine. Um, a lot of them I do, I'm on the Rocky Horror Picture Show cast out in DeKalb. A lot of the drag performers are on cast with me. So we perform together all the time. Um, all of their drag is, it's like, it's, they're all like reinventing drag. It's just the most amazing shit. I'd say it's closer to performance art than anything. And like, um, couple of the drag performers every once in a while they'll do a number and i'm like literally in, almost in tears um just yeah. because it's so cool and so well thought out and it's just a really banging lineup and then uh, my good friend teddy garson who i played rugby with for a long time who's probably the most talented tattoo artist in chicago is gonna be um doing flash tattoos at this so they they have done all of my tattoos um, except for like the shitty ones I got when I was 15 but <laughs> we won't talk about those but yeah so they're going to be there doing flash tattoos we got drag we got punk it's just going to be a whole thing
0: yeah I think you know musically this lineup is is one of those lineups that in the Chicago area Detroit included in this case with Haley uh, <laughs> Detroit and parentheses. in parentheses yeah yeah in the Chicago area, this this feels like a lineup of artists that, you know, for some, I, I know the reason, we'll get into it in a second, but for mm-hmm. some reason, just aren't getting the recognition that they deserve. And this is mm-hmm. a great way to showcase them. Absolutely. Now, the, the reason that they're not is because, like you said, it's still such a male-dominated uh, area, and I'm not condoning this by any means, but- you know, there are so many times I've talked to so many female artists that, mm-hmm. you know, it's what you just described with the gatekeeping of, of bookers, it's, oh, yeah. you know, different promoters wanting, well, you know, we, we just had a girl here last week, we don't, you mm-hmm. know, we've got time or whatever. And it's like, okay, who cares, you could pack yeah, this right. house every fucking night with girls like what's it matter. Yeah. Um, So for you, like, obviously, it's about empowering not necessarily yourself from a selfish reason or, you know, point of view, but like empowering yourself to say that these girls can fill this room and this is what
1: you are going to do. Well, the reason I wanted to do this fest is because I've felt intimidated and unsafe in this scene for a really long time. And I'm fucking, I'm not going to feel like that anymore. And I'm like, we're not, uh, this is me going, we're done. We're done. Like you're, I'm not gonna, I'm not just going to quietly be frustrated when I see someone release this huge festival lineup that they're putting together that has 50 bands and two different stages. And there's three women on it, not female fronted bands. There's three women on it. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to be like, there are fests that are put together that like have it's, it's just like, I'm just frustrated and I'm over it. And I'm sick of like these really talented musicians just being overlooked. And, um, yeah, I hope I I just want to have fun. Like this yeah. is this is it's I I want to have fun and I want to kind of um Stay make us the man. Not even. I don't give a shit about what the man thinks anymore. I want to make a fucking <laughs> fun space for us. Uh yeah. fuck the man. Like <laughs> this is uh, you know. But but I think that's kind of
0: unfortunately what it's come to is you have to prove for some reason, you have to prove that it can be done before other promoters are going to look at it and be like, oh shit, like maybe we will. And there's still obviously going to be a shitload of promoters that won't pursue it at all. Mm
2: -hmm. But
0: I think, you know, hopefully this type of event is something where those local promoters are at least going to look at it and be like, dude, she fucking killed that. Like maybe we have been wrong. Maybe there is some additional space even if it's once a month to start off with like opening that door unabashedly right like it's mm-hmm. kicking the door in and saying hey we're fucking here and like it's time to give us a shot
1: well also I don't really want to be a part of that they can I right. <laughs> <they laughs> can fair. go kick rocks we're over here having fun like that like you don't want me in your scene. We're f- cool. We'll create our own over here. If you want to come over, that's fine. You can come, but like fuck it, I'm done trying to like please these people. It's like it's and it's not rewarding and it's not nice and you have to compromise your values a lot. And it's just like we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. I just I want to create a scene for us.
0: Yeah. Well, no, like I mean, you can come honestly, to our party. That... I'm not
1: waiting for an invitation anymore to fucking your lame ass party. That's just boring. We're going to sit around and watch you play Xbox. That sucks. <laughs> right. Yeah, we have right. fucking a drag performance over. We have tattoos and glitter. <laughs> like fucking yeah. I don't I don't want to go to your slumber party. I got one going on going on over here. That's way better. So, <laughs> yeah, that's and... I don't I'm not waiting for an invitation. I'm just I'm making my own shit.
0: It, it's kind of the epitome of punk rock, right? Like, cool. We're we're <laughs> not, you know, we're not in your space. That's fine. I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna do my own thing. Kind of and... like what the
1: Riot Girls were doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not as angry though. Well, I guess yeah. I've been very. I've said the f word like a lot in the last five minutes.
0: <laughs> it's an <laughs> adjective. Yeah, just, it's not like, anger. Oh, I'm just.
1: I'm past the point of being angry. I'm like, I just want to have fun you know, I want there to be a lot of joy with this. I want us to like dance around. I want everyone to be really fucking nice to each other. I want us to be able to network with each other. I want us to create a community for ourselves with sisters that we can support each other um, and make each other feel safe and supported. That's it.
0: Yeah. No, and I, I think that's incredible. And I think, you know, the the diversity of the the festival too, like what you're talking about with um, the rugby teams and and the roller derbies, doing some recruitment there and getting them involved. Having mm-hmm. tattoos as an option, like those festivals that do exist, don't have all that cool shit. You know, mm-hmm. like cool because they're all your... booked by
1: men. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> but then, like, I mean, even even the biggest ones that are still obviously booked by men. But like, cool, you have some liquor reps here, and that's the extent of our like networking that we can do is sit down with the guys from Tito's vodka Like, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: That, Lord, please sponsor us. For. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um so kicks off uh I guess we haven't talked about that. It's on uh Saturday, September the 30th, kicking off at three o'clock. Yep. Um
1: doors are at two. The show starts at three. Right. Right.
0: So um have you set up your your maybe we don't want to go that route i'm gonna ask it you anyway, we're gonna ask we for the lineup forget. weren't you i was gonna say do you know what the stage times are but i like the idea of not telling people so that they don't fucking wait come and see it's, everybody don't fucking wait for the band that you want to see
1: oh yeah you better be there right at two o'clock yeah. you better sleep <laughs> in that fucking parking lot in a tent <laughs> and like yeah. wait for autographs outside because we got <laughs> we got a lineup of performers and that shit's gonna sell for a lot of money yeah. in like 10 years <laughs> or five if we all do well and we're not
2: we're not going too late you know it'll be it'll be a, an easy night yeah um music
1: till nine drag till 11
2: yeah, yeah. oh yeah Seeing that i think that's that's about perfect you know i've just
0: went to uh a show well it was the used uh two nights ago and walking out of there at 10 30 11 o'clock at night and had an hour long drive home I was I was fucking beat and I loved right. the used you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. still like shit that was that was too much like oh yeah I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to a, a nine o'clock in time for a concert I know
1: <laughs> I know this Friday I went to the fucking library on my Friday night like now it's like it really excited about it so
0: yeah yeah um so what do we want to tell people obviously we want them to to go online buy tickets and everything now um as, because as they're cheaper
1: as online now
0: right so, <laughs>
1: so yeah, sorry i cut you off <laughs> no you're fine i
0: was gonna say so where where can people you know jump online i'll obviously link all this stuff but where can oh, they yeah. you know jump online to grab tickets and and help support and do all those fun things
1: so the tickets are going to be at blueislandbeerco.com um And they're discounted right now. So at the door, they're going to be 30 bucks. Right now, they're 25 online. So make sure you get those ahead of time. Um, uh, Also, since it's a drag show, um, bring singles. Tip the dolls. Tis etiquette. Don't touch them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then um, since Teddy's doing tattoos, bring some cash for that if you can. Cash is king. That's what Teddy told me to say. <laughs> okay yeah
2: and that's fair i mean you know venmo oh, is yeah. great
0: paypal is great but there's mm-hmm. fees associated with it you know it's mm-hmm. convenient but um cash yeah. will, will always be the top you know top yeah. dollar.
1: also a lot of the merch is going to be really fucking <laughs> cool for all these bands like we have some new merch oh yeah yeah oh yeah
2: oh we got some cool shirts
1: <laughs> some good shirts for this event so we're, yeah just be ready to come and buy one of those because we got a limited run of secret t-shirts um we're probably all gonna get tattoos um at this event (laughs) (laughs) hopefully we all stay friends forever (laughs) because
0: i mean obviously that's the the hope i think that would be really dope though for you know you guys to design like a um the tour tattoo if you will you know what i mean for all the bands to get and even if it's nope. something small and, you know, the cheesy small behind the ear thing, but hey, we all have it, so fuck it. We yeah,
1: all have it. Go. I literally do. <laughs> anyone
0: on the other side? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so what can can people expect post this show? I've, obviously, I think you want this to be a reoccurring thing. Are you trying to make this an annual type of festival do you want it to be you know a little more frequent than that what's kind of your vision
2: for this
1: we'd like this to um ultimately result in the catastrophic death of the patriarchy but in the short term i'd love to do this once a year <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair
0: that's fair. <laughs> Steal, steal some of those uh you know other festivals in Chicago's uh, glory. And yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah, we're not getting Um, fucking mud all over these like people's sidewalks. (laughs) It
0: it was the dumbest thing. (laughs) Whatever. It is what it is, right? Uh, We won't talk about them. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so um, for you guys, you know, you've got the festival, obviously that's the primary focus now. What's the remainder of the year look like for Sweetie the Band and kind Mm. of your, your, 2023
1: goals let me get my calendar out um (laughs) let's see on the 30th we have hoof on october 20th uh sweetie is playing with won't stay dead at a fundraiser for the fox valley vixens rugby team and their halloween party because of course um my favorite on october 28th at the egyptian theater in dekalb we're going to be sweetie is going to be opening up again for the rocky horror picture show so i will be doing double duty for that uh doing a sweetie set running off stage right when we finish rushing into my costume and then sprinting around the theater and doing that whole thing so absolutely come out for the halloween show at the egyptian theater then the next weekend we've got a show at liars club with the lucid furs coming down from detroit and then december 9th we've got the drunken donut with invisible cartoons and juliet and december 16th I'm putting together a lineup, which is going to involve, um, the daddy sisters and rat bath and, uh, to be determined fourth band, but that's going to be a really fucking good lineup. And then, um, our album just got sent back to us with a master. So stay tuned folks. Cause we've got a single and a music video and the new album. Um, it fucks. So it's really yeah. good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I'm really proud of it. It took me forever. So Absolutely. That's what we got coming.
0: Briefly, because I I love this conversation as far as you've created this album, right? Yeah. Talk a little bit about the absolute fucking panic that goes into, oh shit, it's real. And now I have to give it to people. I have to put it out in the world. (laughs)
1: I haven't thought about that yet because I've been slowly thinking about it like over the summer I was like doing crazy people shit and watching YouTube videos and planning out like the the putting it out stage. Um, Yeah I don't think the realness has really hit for me yet um, but it will once I because I'm I'm focusing on PR for hoof right now and once that's over I think I'm just gonna like throw up all over myself and realize that I have to like hit the ground running trying to get yeah. this album out but it's been such a nightmare from start to finish so <laughs> <laughs> and it's taken me over a year and it's just been like a whole drama so i think now is the easy part now now we're done mixing it's mastered this is i just got to send some emails and it'll be fine and um just like cry into my throw up so. you know
0: <laughs> it it's one of those i i say it all the time for for artists um regardless of what stage they're in but the beautiful thing it's a quote that i've stolen from dave Grohl and kind of modified myself but the beautiful (laughs) thing about music right is that you can write it for yourself to get through whatever you're getting through to Mm -hmm. to release whatever you need to release Mm -hmm. and while that mentality exists when you put it out for the world to start digesting it as soon as anyone else puts their hands on it, it means a million different things to a million mm. different people.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, well, I think it helps to manage that expectation, right? Like I know what this means to me, but maybe that song specifically isn't going to hit everybody. So it's okay that that one doesn't land when this one does.
1: Yeah. And honestly, um, all of these songs, I pretty much just like wrote them for myself to like get through whatever the fuck I needed to get through at the time. So I um, if they can help someone get through something or someone can feel some type of way, that's going to be huge for me, even if it's just like two one or two people who are like, I really needed this. And yeah, yeah. that'll be nice. I, I haven't even thought about that much. Huh? I have a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: inevitably it's going to come to mind right like especially Mm -hmm. once it's out um i think that's going to be one of those things but i think you know it sounds like from our conversation here today like your measure of success is not necessarily the the capitalistic monetary side of it it's Mm
1: -mm.
0: providing that space providing the in this case a album of work that hopefully somebody grabs onto and goes cool this yeah
1: i think um my measure of success is now based on um how many items i of clothing i own with either sequins or rhinestones um <laughs> and it's growing it's a lot now and so when i o- open my closet i'm like i'm a star <laughs> just, in this really lovely delusion um that's very like sunset boulevard um that i'm totally at peace with so a lovely
0: delusion it's
1: it's really lovely <laughs> so hey,
0: you know if delusions what's getting you through the day that's all that matters
1: yeah just this like gloria swanson fucking nightmare like fever dream it's it's really it's good it's getting me through it yeah awesome it's um
0: seconds. for <laughs> anyone coming into chicago uh obviously it's a fucking headache right so mm-hmm. i've been going to chicago for 20 fucking years i-90 and 94 have never fucking
2: once been not under construction oh uh, it's oh that is that is a money laundering thing there is something going on with that because my entire life it has been under construction <laughs> yeah. and every time you drive by there they are doing nothing yeah. is up yeah i 100 percent agree with you it's been like i don't know a month
0: or yeah about a month since i've been up there Uh, but the same exact section of 90 was closed that was closed back in May. And I'm like, "Mm, they're
1: just doing a super good job on it. They're just
2: (laughs) you just wait.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome when it finally opens. Perfect road. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be the most perfect road. Yeah. Yeah. Money's gonna shoot out of your (laughs) vents when you drive through. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fucking great. You guys, you're haters, you have no idea. Put Chicago on the map. Chicago <laughs> is already on the menu. <laughs> Not always for the right reasons, though.
0: So. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So again, obviously, I'll link all your socials and everything, but where can people interact with you? What's the best way to, to get in touch and, you know, let you know what they think of your music or just follow along with your story and,
2: and everything?
1: Skywriting is really poetic with how you yeah, want us yeah. to. We like that. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, at Sweetie Band. On Instagram, uh, Instagram, um, a message in a yeah. bottle thrown into the sea.
2: Yeah, that's really nice. Car- carrier pigeon,
1: carrier pigeon. Telegram. The- yeah, writing something in the sand and letting letting the ocean wash it away, <laughs> like a wish, making a <laughs> wish. Yeah. Um, also, uh, sweetie band on Instagram. <laughs> and is that
2: the TikTok handle as well? I don't
1: know what the fuck our TikTok handle is, but y- you know, it's, I'll, f- I'll find it. Link it's. It. I think yeah. you know what it is. Sweetie band. It is sweetie band. Um, <laughs> let's see sweetie band chicago on facebook we've also got sweetieband.com that's got all of our links on it so that's just it's all put together there so sweetieband.com we gotta put the new pictures on there we do have to put the new pictures our new pictures pictures eat they're so good (laughs) (laughs) obviously taken by cindy vicious they look fabulous so pay her for photography because it is worth every penny
0: there you go, people, if you're in Chicago anyway, or in the surrounding area, there's a, a nice little plug for that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm stoked for you guys. I It sucks. It sucks, but it doesn't suck. I'm excited for my friend too, but it sucks that her wedding is the same weekend as as your show. <laughs> <laughs> it means I can't go. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing about it and, and kind of seeing people's reactions, because I do think this is a An opportunity for people to experience music, but like community in a different way than what has previously
1: Mm -hmm. been presented
0: to them or anything like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, before I forget, we're doing a weird Barbie costume contest. (laughs) 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 You know what, just to like make this a little bit more fun than it already is. So um, obviously people probably figured out from the flyer that you should probably wear pink to this event if you have it. Um, and then just to knock it up a notch, we're doing a weird Barbie costume contest. So interpret that however you want. And then, um, the winner will win a big basket of merch from all of the bands and fabulous prizes. And it's also at a brewery. So maybe there's going to be some beer in there. So just like a weird fucking Barbie. And then you might win some stuff. Awesome.
0: (laughs) You have to to think of a hashtag for that, for people just to, to see the madness that comes
2: out of that concept.
0: (laughs) um awesome i really appreciate you guys time like i said i'm really looking forward to this and um hopefully you know it will become an annual thing and i'll be able to make the next one and we'll we'll do whatever we can there but um definitely it sounds like you've got some shows throughout the end of the year that potentially i'll be able to get up for as well so we'll definitely stay in touch fabulous
1: that. let me know if you want to come out to rocky horror and i'll save you a seat yeah. We'll pull we'll you up on stage try. and smear your face with lipstick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> awesome guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. And Thank you. um, yeah. Thank you so let's, much. Let's kill it with this festival because well, I think it's neat. Oh yeah. So, awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you.
1: All right.
2: See ya. See ya.
0: And that was my conversation with Bertie V and Ryan of the band Sweetie based out of Chicago, Illinois. Um, huge shout out to them for having the conversation, uh, definitely want you guys to go check out their music, be sure that you follow them on all the socials, which obviously we'll have linked in the description of this podcast, as always, and, um, you know, if you're in the Chicago area, go to this fucking festival, it's, um, reasonably timed, it's reasonably priced, um, It's just going to be a lot of fucking fun, and there's a lot of really killer musical acts, um, as well as a lot of diversity when it comes to the other activities that you can partake in. You don't just have to stand and listen to the music all, all night, which there's going to be a ton of great music, so you should, but... Um, you know, if you want to get a tattoo or, you know, stick around for the drag show and things like that, you know, there's just so much awesome stuff packed into this day. Um, in the description, you will find a link to where you can go get tickets. Um, and as Bertie said there in the conversation, they are cheaper online before day of show. So be sure that you do that. And, yeah, I'd love to hear, if you guys do get out to that show, I'd love to hear about it. Um, sadly, I won't be able to make it up for the the Hoof Fest, but, um, you know, I, I do want to hear the stories. I want to see the pictures. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a really fucking dope time. So, that's everything I've got for you guys on this episode. As always, if you could, you know... Like, share, subscribe, comment, the whole nine yards, all the free shit. That would be really, really awesome for me. Um, Really appreciate all the support that you guys give me with that. So, um, yeah, that's it. So, as always, guys, remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.